Hi guys and welcome to the Let's Talk Church podcast. This is a new podcast run between All Saints Church Belfast, Uni Church Belfast and St Nicholas's Church Belfast. Every week we have a new guest from our church family and this week we have the lovely Kate Aspinall. Hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and today I also have Jesse back with me. Hi, how you doing? And yeah, we're just here to have a chat on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Um, so Kate, tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't really know what you want me to say about myself. First, I have a question. Is it is it just Kate or is it Caitlin? No, it's actually Catherine? just Kate. Yeah, I get asked Kathleen, that all the time. Katrina? No, no just, weird ones. Just, just Literally Kate? just Kate. It's yeah, very boring. Okay. I actually hate it because I can't ever have nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't get much shorter than uh-huh. Kate, to be fair. Yeah. Maybe Cat. 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 Will we call you Cat Kay? for the whole episode? Sure. Why not? Right. I'll answer. All right, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do you do with yourself? Cat so, slash cat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hate it already. <laughs> um, I work in a primary school and I work one-to-one with a boy with special needs. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what else I do with myself. That's what I do for work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what um, hobbies do you have? Anything fun? Hobbies? Oh dear. I feel like no, I'm like filling in OECV or something. <laughs> <laughs> hobbies, likes and interests. Um, I like to do a little bit of like arty stuff, which mm. is weird, but I like to do that sometimes. You can um, follow her on Instagram. It's uh, what? What's the Instagram handle? <laughs> I hear that you're doing this to me. <laughs> it's called um, Rough Lines. <laughs> it actually so, is called Rough Lines. So if you guys want to check out some of Kate's art, it's not mm. very good. But it's fun. I really like it. You did a pot (laughs) the other weekend. I did. I painted a pot last week. That was for one of my friends' birthdays. Um, Yep. I mean, just saying, me and Jesse didn't get a pot as a present. Well, guys, maybe after I finish the podcast, you can get a wee. (laughs) That would be delightful. (laughs) So, Kate, where are you from? Have you always been Belfast or? uh, Yeah. Um, Well... I wish I could say I was from somewhere a bit more tropical, but I'm just from Bangor. The lovely. Bangor? That's yeah. pretty tropical. Yeah, Bangor is tropical Bangor? compared to here. Bangor is what? It is. Bangor is tropical compared to here. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of true. Yeah, it's by the sea. Colourful mm-hmm. houses and. Mm-hmm. You know. People say they look like Balmory along uh, the seafront. I mean, yeah, you budget Balmory. We childhood show. Yeah, there's not much going on in Bangor, to be fair. There is the Piggy Swans, too, and everybody loves the Piggy Swans. The Piggy Swans are iconic. I feel like everyone went on, like, a Sunday school trip to the Piggy Swans. Yeah. Explain Je- this to me. Jesse, why don't you <laughs> Jesse, you've missed out. Swans? Yeah, yeah actual real-life swans. You real ride them. Real-life swans? Yep. Yeah. You sit on them. You sit on... What? <laughs> you sit on real-life swans? Yeah. No, this, no, this is fake. No, they're Enough actually big. They're these big, like, what are they called? Peddlers? Yeah, peddlers, but they're Pedlo- shaped like swans. Mm-hmm. So like they're on the water and uh, you like pa- like pedal and they move. I know the type. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. I do. Have you been to Bangor? Yeah, lots of times. And you haven't been to the Piggy Swans? It's kind of no. offensive. <laughs> that is weird. Rude. Like I feel like that's the only thing Bangor's actually got. No offense, Kate. <laughs> no, has I you. completely okay, agree. It's the only thing you guys have, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason worth being there. It actually is. Those and like wee boots. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Nothing else. No good crack. So, Kate, you told us you come from the delightful tropical banger. Um, but how did you end up part of our church family here in Belfast? Um, I started going, actually fairly recently, I started going last, the end of last January. Mm-hmm. Um, so only really been here for about a year. But I had been going to church in Bangor for a long time. And then I'd gone to a couple of different churches in Belfast. Mm-hmm. Um, but none really like 
didn't really stick at any of them really yeah. um and then it was actually Owen Maguire shout out to Owen Maguire from last <laughs> week go listen to the other <laughs> podcast um episode but Owen said to me to because I studied with Owen in Union mm-hmm. um and he said do you know you should try out um uni church come up and see it and see if you like it mm-hmm. so I did and then I just didn't stop going <laughs> never left <laughs> never left yeah so how was that for you joining like a new church especially just pre-lockdown yeah I actually I would be more of an introvert than an extrovert Mm -hmm. so see coming into a brand new church is actually quite scary yeah um so I came in and I had one other friend with me um and we kind of went and sat down and and then the really helpful thing was actually after the church service love the service and afterwards I know it's not really happening right now because of COVID, but there's like tea and coffee after church. Um, and literally, I couldn't tell you the amount of people that actually came up and talked to me. Meanwhile, I'm trying to maybe avoid talking to people because <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah. I'm like, please don't talk to me. It's my first week. <laughs> um, but yeah, loads of people just came up and chatted to me and kind of, I don't know, they seemed like kind of interested in why I was there and my life and everything. So I just kept coming. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. how have you found it like getting stuck in? Mm. Like what are you involved in now in church and stuff? Yeah, so I started going to um a growth group. So Judy Blair, she invited me to growth group that first night that I was at All Saints and I just said, Well, why not? <laughs> I'll go for it. Uh so I started going to a growth group there. So I was being plugged in in that and had that the whole way through all the lockdowns and everything, which was great. And then at the other end of that then I actually know co-lead with Judy a growth group um so that is really fun and challenging uh so I do that and then what other things I do oh kids church (laughs) (laughs) yeah I started doing that like last term uh which is great too that's on Sunday mornings and serving in there but it's just really great to even get to know other members of the church uh, especially in the morning because I'm not used to going to the morning congregation and seeing it's really lovely to see all the families and kids and everything because it just makes it feel even bigger which is great you said something you said something that I really really resonated with me talking about coming to a, a big church or what seemed like a really big church to you at the time uh being an introvert and being a little bit sort of overwhelmed by it that was sort of my experience as well mm-hmm. um could you say something what suppose as we're coming out of as we're coming out of this lockdown and we're seeing a lot of new faces and all these big plans that we have um it all seems very big could you say something to sort of new people uh that may feel like you know they're coming into this this big church sort of just an encouragement to them uh but what talk a little bit about your experience and how how you went from being someone where you didn't know a single person to mm-hmm. really being in church and being part of this church family? Mm. I think, honestly, a lot of it is to do with already the church being a very open and welcoming place. And I know a lot of, like, everywhere, everyone says, oh, our church is so open and welcoming. <laughs> Everybody loves everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. talks to everyone. Everyone's included. But actually, it really is. It's a very open place. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just so many people who you can chat to. I think one of the biggest ways I think for me anyway that I got in- integrated in the church was actually just signing up for a growth group like straight off the bat yeah. I didn't know anybody in my growth group whenever I first went I literally talked to Jodie once before I went um, mm. but that is so good because it gets you connected in with other people who actually 
maybe don't know anybody either um and you get to kind of have fellowship with them talk about the bible with them and then it means that you have familiar faces when you go to church Mm -hmm. um and you can chat to them um and also getting plugged in serving you know um is an amazing way to go but honestly just go for it like it's the last thing i would want to do is go to a church by myself but i did it and honestly like the lord will plug you in and he'll provide people for you to chat to and yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'll have heard uh, about all the big changes coming, all the new stuff uh, we're trying to do in this part of the city and over on the Lisbon Road. Um, what are you excited about? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, I'm so excited about it. I think it's class. It's so good um, how we have the two different areas as well. I think all of the plans for the Holy Lands will be really great. And the fact that our church is right in the center of it and we're able just to reach straight out, mm-hmm. um, literally on our front door to the students around mm. the Holy Lands is amazing and all the stuff that we're planning for that. Um, and then obviously on the Lisbon Road, a whole other collection of people, very, very varied. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got so many different cultures going on there as well, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I can't wait for like the the mums and, well, not parents and toddlers and whatever, yeah, you, yeah. guardians and toddlers. <laughs> um, I'm excited for that wee group as well. I think it's really cool that we get to um, not even necessarily come straight out and share the gospel straight away but just like build relationships with people um and then invite them along to life courses and um be able to share the gospel Mm -hmm. with them that way Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's really cool there's so much opportunity it is so good to hear how excited you are about all the new things happening um both down here um in the holy lands and up in the lisbon road and you said already you're involved in our kids stuff um, how do you see your work helping you in that? Um, how do you see your role in kids stuff here at church? What are you kind of passionate about and excited about? Mm. Um, I so obviously I work with a little boy and he has got um learning disabilities. Um, and I have so much experience in working with people with learning disabilities. Now I've been doing it for the past few years and I absolutely love it. Um, but I think it's actually so useful even um in kids church and everything like being able to use that experience and try and. I don't know like for example if there's kids that come along that have learning disabilities I can really just be with them and help them um to be in that environment um but I'm really passionate just like in general about that whole aspect of things um so like disability ministries and um seeing the church really be at the forefront of caring for people with learning disabilities yeah um it's a very niche thing <laughs> I've come to know as well uh, but if you know me well you'll know that I don't start stop harping on about it constantly <laughs> like always talking about it um but yeah no I'm actually really excited just generally because the Lisburn Road it's surrounded by you know there's loads of learning disability schools and um there's a lot of opportunity there and even just being able to um be involved in the ministries like the kids ministries and make sure that people with learning disabilities are really included in them and that they feel so comfortable and welcome there mm-hmm. um but yeah just so the church can empower them yeah and really use them so why do you think that's important from a biblical kind of point of view from a biblical standpoint that i think it was last week actually we were looking at romans um we were looking at the body of christ mm-hmm. um and seeing how actually every different part of the body has a different use and a different function um and i do think and as well and if you look at first i think it's first corinthians 12 it talks mm-hmm. about the body yeah. um there's actually a little this is me nerding out here <laughs> there's actually a little greek uh word that's used there called to you mm-hmm. um which means to honor the indispensable um and it is like integrated in that whole 
um, section where it talks about the weaker parts of the body actually being where they're more honor and how they are you know the more humble parts actually mm-hmm. have a massive role to play in the church mm-hmm. um do you know there might be a foot and you aren't using the food because they have a learning disability or do you know like everybody has a place in the body and I think I do think that church kind of glosses over people with learning disabilities we're very quick to think about kind of youth ministry stuff all these are really important as well we think about youth ministry stuff we think about um women's ministries we think about kids ministries and like young adults and students but I think Generally, there isn't a lot out there um, and a lot of theology out there about people with learning disabilities Mm -hmm. um, because it's just kind of different. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, there's obviously a stigmatism attached to people um, having learning disabilities, which is really sad. Um, And there's almost like a culture of like pity almost. And even in the church, I see that like, oh no, Mm -hmm. do you know, instead of, okay, you have a learning disability, that is great. Like you're still a child of God and you're here to serve mm-hmm. and just I think it would be so amazing if we could figure out ways that they could practically serve I knew that there I, I mean I don't really know to be honest because I've only been around for a little while but I'm not sure how many people in mm-hmm. our church maybe do have a learning disability but just creating and opening those opportunities up mm-hmm. for people to actually come in and serve and to know that they are valued and that mm-hmm. they actually have gifts and skills that I don't have um, and that I don't know like generally people don't have they've got their own way like I've been involved in a few different sort of learning disability special needs groups before um and there is honestly so many things that I have learned from people um not to generalize them but like individuals with learning disabilities that I have learned um there was one girl actually that I I literally cried after it. I'm such a big crier though, so it's an easy cry for me. I'm such a salt. Is that like you, Jesse? You cry a little all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you welling up over there? You all right? Uh, a bit. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get you a wee tissue. Um, no, there was a girl that um, I was leading at a... It was like a discipleship group for people with learning disabilities. Um, and she was just talking away, talking away. And then we had this time where we all were going to pray together and we were going around saying what each individual wanted prayer for. Um, and there was somebody who had said something really sad about an aunt or, um, and she immediately just started crying, immediately started crying. And I went over obviously and was like, do you know, like what's wrong? Um, are you okay? And she was literally just being empathetic because she saw that, that another member of her mm-hmm. family and her church family was really deeply hurt by something and troubled by something and she felt that immediately and that is empathy is a massive thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and just being able to see that in her and then immediately she's like I'm praying for them I'm praying for them now and we prayed together about that person it's That's just incredible. there's so much mm-hmm. that we just we don't even I don't know they just have a lot of gifts I think and they're not empowered enough by the church but yeah. I would love to some height do something that will help that that, that's sort of a similar to the attitude behind this whole thing so we we want to reach the people around us right whether it's in you know the all saints building or the building over there like we want to we want to include everyone around us yeah and bring everybody into the church you know and and plug everybody in so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's amazing thought that's amazing thought and it's really good to have you Kate. and we're so glad that you're part of our church family um, but we're running out of time here and I have just one more really serious really important question okay. I don't know if I'm ready for that no I think honest. you are I think you are 
Um, if you could be, well, if you had to be half human, half animal, what? <laughs> what animal would you pick, and what half would you pick? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> half human and half animal. Yeah. Mm. Wait, what do you mean? Ha- so Do I get to pick part of being yeah, a so human? You, you yeah. pick which mean? half of you becomes animal. Oh. And, and what animal would you be? Oh. Oh. <laughs> is it based on like what you look like? No. no you, or is it you can choose any. You can be you your can functions. Be anything. Yeah, okay. whatever you want. Whatever you want. Ooh, uh, oh, you want to Oh, you're going down like an aesthetic. Route. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be like a really cool like yeah, you just want to look I'm like gonna a dog. Be. <laughs> I want to look like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to look like a dog. Oh my word, Jesse, that is a curveball. Oh, it is. It is. I'll tell you what. I I I think I'd be upper half human, lower half ostrich. Why oh, an ostrich? Because so I'd run so fast. I think for serious stuff, like I could go, I could go into like a job interview, <laughs> and be bottom half ostrich, and somebody might just think I'm a tall guy. <laughs> you know yeah that's that's fair but like whenever i want to like go full ostrich mode and like run really fast you just go I for get, it you know absolutely leg it yeah, yeah. lay exactly. some eggs you as could well hi- you could hide like the ostrich legs <laughs> yeah whenever you want to hide them yeah that'd be quite hard mind you they're quite oh no they're kind of skinny yeah they are kind of skinny i think you could cover them up. <laughs> yeah. right oh. kate let's hear oh my issue is i overthink all of these things uh-huh I think, well, do you know, I don't overly want to look like a bird. Yeah. Don't, I don't actually don't want to look like a bird at all. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're really ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe a, I'd maybe be a bird on top. Bird on top? Oh, you hate birds. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I I don't really want to look like a bird, but I would definitely be a bird. (laughs) My head would be a bird head. I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking, (laughs) I'd have a wee bird head. I want to be an oil so my head can go 360. Oh, that's good. That's not bad. That That actually isn't bad. You could go 360 so you can see everything going on around Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And you could walk normally, which is nice, but could also fly. Oh, because you have wings. Pack, you have the wings. But yeah. yeah. Can you picture an oil with just human legs on the bottom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you gonna just, be me you just one be day. Dragging, dragging your legs <laughs> off the oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Up in the sky, but right. do the proportions stay yeah, the same? Like, no, do I still have really long legs? No, you're not. You're not an owl proportion to human proportions. You're still like owl proportions on top. So oh, it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny wee oil yeah, on top of these plants and legs. Like, yeah. that's all. Well, there you go. Cat wants to be an owl, <laughs> but that's all the time we have. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Let's Talk Church podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, Kate. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. We'll see you then. <laughs>